Seed to Sound, presented by Banks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Seed to Sound, presented by Vangst. My name is Hannah Holmgren, and I'm one of your producers here at Seed to Sound. And every week before the start of the episode, we'll introduce you to our host and our guest or guests. That's the thing with Seed to Sound. You're going to get a new host every single week, and those hosts just happen to work here at Vangst. And now, without further ado, I'm proud to present our inaugural episode featuring Christine Hodgson from Native Roots, hosted by Carson Humiston, the founder and CEO of Vangst. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever Vanks podcast. A little bit about the podcast. Every week, we're going to have someone else from the Vanks team interviewing various professionals in the cannabis space. The Vanks marketing team was nice enough to allow me to be the first host. So I'm Carson. I'm the founder of Vanks, and I'm so excited to be here today with Christine Hogden, who is one of our very own placements and also happens to be the Director of People at Native Roots. I think that's your updated title. It's still Director of HR. But Director of HR. Yeah. And very excited to be here, Christine. How are you today? Great. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for kind of being the, the guinea pig on, on the podcast. So let's just jump right in here. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the cannabis industry and what your current role is, and uh, we'll go from there. Sure. Well, you, you know a little bit of the story. I was working in the oil and gas industry, had been for about 10 years, and I was contacted by a recruiter from Banks about an HR opportunity in the cannabis space. I never had considered the industry at all, actually, so it took me a while to think it through, but I thought, well, what harm is it to take a meeting? So I did. I took a meeting, and after I met the executives at Native Roots and a bunch of the people there, I realized it was a pretty professional organization and something I could get on board with. So long story short, uh, they made an offer, I accepted, and here we are today. Um, Native Roots, for those of you who don't know, 20 stores. We also operate a large-scale, very sophisticated production facility. It's ever-growing footprint. You've probably read, potentially, that we're going into Canada very soon, which we're all really excited about. What was that first interview like at Native Roots when you walked in? Did we describe the office? Was it, were you thinking that you were going to go into the back of a warehouse, right? And what was that, what was the interview process like at Native Roots? I wasn't really sure what to expect, honestly. It, the building is an old, our corporate headquarters is an old community college. So drove up, it's kind of two separate buildings in the back of a complex, but very normal office space. <laughs> Came up, met with Ryan Brown, our current CEO, in the conference room. There is our signature wallpaper on the wall in there and a massive table. I mean, just the largest table you've ever seen with the Native Roots tree on it. I wasn't really sure what to expect in that conversation, but they were really looking for a cultural ambassador, somebody who had a lot of L&D experience as well as just general human resources practices. We hit it off right away, and I left the interview feeling pretty good about it. Came back for a second round at the production facility, which is massive. Totally blown away by the size of that mm-hmm. and just the scale in which we're able to grow. Met with some more individuals on the executive team. Pretty informal process, but definitely a lot of questions. A lot harder questions than I was expecting. But it ended up being a really positive process, and it didn't take me long to make the decision that I wanted to work there. And, and so you come home from, I, I know you're married and have kids, you come home from meeting with the cannabis company and you tell your husband, honey, I'm going and getting a job in cannabis, right? Or I don't know exactly what you said. I'd love to hear more about what what happened there. 
So we had had a long discussion before I ever took any interviews. As you know, Carson, my husband works in law enforcement. So it's an interesting dynamic that we have. We talked about it quite at length, uh, thinking about what does this mean for us? Is this something that we want to pursue? But it is a legal market and Native Roots runs like a business. We're very, very compliant. We follow all the regulations. We have a large compliance department that ensures that we do. So I felt really good that I was getting into a a buttoned up outfit that cared a lot about ethics and compliance. So after the interviews, I talked with my husband about how positively they went and that I thought this might be a good opportunity for us as a family and my career as well. He was very much on board. He's very supportive. And and so you get the offer from Native Roots, you accept the offer, and tell us about the first day. What was, if you can remember, I know everyone always talks about the first day, right? You're trying to figure out what you're going to wear, what you're going to say, who you're going to talk to, what it's going to be like. Tell us about that first day in the cannabis industry at Native Roots. Sure. So I inherited a team of individuals that was there. So my first day, I really wanted to get to know them, understand their roles, how I could support them in their jobs. But it all went a little haywire because before I started, Native Roots had a visit from OSHA at the production facility. Wasn't a big deal, routine inspection, but they didn't have a lot of folks that were experienced in dealing with OSHA. So literally my first day, I was pulling OSHA logs and (laughs) OSHA records to ensure that we were in compliance. And thankfully we were. There was no issue. But given that the last HR director was sort of managing that, didn't really hand it off to anybody else, we were in a bit of a bind trying to get everything to OSHA timely. So I spent the first few days actually working on that OSHA investigation, which was fine. Thankfully, they did have everything buttoned up. And then I I dove into my team, really understanding their functions, what they do. And then I wanted to learn everything I possibly could about cannabis, the regulations, the challenges, the laws. I toured the grow once I got my med badge and my mind was completely blown at the size of that facility again and just how much we produce. It was all very exciting, very overwhelming. And I quickly found out that there are so many challenges in this industry that are very different than any other industry you could possibly imagine yourself working in. Well, speaking of those challenges a little bit, what ha- what are some of the big challenges and major differences that you've seen between oil and gas and other industries and the cannabis industry? Sure. So oil and gas is also heavily regulated. So I was used to dealing with a lot of regulations, but the banking is still a challenge with cannabis. There's a lot of banks that still don't want to do business with the cannabis industry. Using local banks is very important. It's also difficult to get employee benefit packages. If you're in a plant-touching business, there's not a lot of providers that actually want to deal with the space or even know how. So we're fortunate that we do have really good partnerships with some vendors there so we can offer a good benefits package. Um, Immediately, I started looking into a 401k type plan and didn't realize that there's actually quite a bit of challenges with that because it's governed by ERISA laws and federal laws. So that's been very different for me. I was used to being able to take everything to market and get a great portfolio together, but you really have to dig deep to find good benefits and be competitive because you don't just want to be competitive within cannabis. You want to be competitive, period. Mm -hmm. So that was a major challenge for me to kind of overcome. I think we've done a good job. In doing that, I think our benefits are actually pretty succinct, but still more work to be done there. When you talk about being competitive with other industries, now that you're in this HR role, I know hiring is a huge piece of what Native Roots is doing. You're growing from, what, 600 to a a couple thousand over the next few years. And um, what have you seen the biggest pushback from candidates in switching from another industry to joining Native Roots? What, What are their concerns? I think a lot of folks are just not sure what the current administration might do to the cannabis industry because it is still federally unrecognized and technically a Schedule One narcotic. There's a lot of individuals that are really cautious. Mm-hmm. So 
getting people on board from different professional industries is a challenge because they have to be that risk taker. They have to have that entrepreneurial spirit and willing to leap in, knowing that there's a whole lot of uncertainty and unknown in this industry. Also, a bit of challenge is, you know, we're not able to be publicly traded or even on the radar in Colorado at this point. So we can't offer those types of packages. So certain high-end individuals come with those. You know, they have options or Mm -hmm. stock. And we're just not at the point where we can do that, given some of the restrictions that exist today. Right. What, what, what's the culture like at, at Native Roots, right? I think every cannabis company has a different type of culture. And so what is the culture like at, at Native Roots? And where do you see the culture going over the next couple years? Sure. I guess if I was to describe it in one word, I would say it's evolving. So since I've started, we had a lot of fear that went on. And I don't think that's unusual in cannabis because of the compliance regulations. It does sometimes feel like there's 20 ways to get fired. And that's not intentional. No one's trying to do that. So we switched the script a little bit and we tried to offer tips and tricks to avoid pitfalls to say, hey, we have to follow these regulations. It's just part of our business. So here's how we're going to help you not fall victim to some of these compliance traps. And I think we've done a good job there. We also recently have done a revamp of our purpose and our values. And we're really looking at living those as a organically to say everything we do is around our purpose and our values. We hire to it, we promote to it, we reward to it. We did a big training on that and emotional intelligence to help not only develop people's skills, but develop the way they interact interpersonally. So we're we're really working on more of a community-based culture in which folks interact more seamlessly, more collaboration, a lot of Mm -hmm. cross-functional working. So that's been a big initiative for us at Native Roots. And kind of going back to the fear um, piece, what is like the biggest myth about the cannabis industry that you hear out there that people think and it's just, it's a myth? I would say that people that use or are in this industry are lazy. I think that's a total myth. I work with so many motivated and inspired people that have advanced college educations, PhDs even, that are some of the hardest working people I've ever worked with. Mm-hmm. And if you shop any of our stores, you'd see just a wide variety oh, it's of an diverse amazing demographic. Ex- yeah. It's an amazing experience. I was in the mountains this weekend and went um, into a native root store and just the experience you have when you walk in is like any high volume luxury retail sure, absolutely. location and you're not um, seeing lazy people working behind the, the, the desks at native roots. Exactly. How do you, you know, retail's challenging in general. What do you guys do to ensure that each of your customers has this awesome experience, right? What, what, what makes you guys so competitive in comparison to other dispensaries? So we do a lot of training up front. Mm-hmm. They, everybody comes down to corporate of their first couple days when they're hired, and they run through a training po- program that's house policies, procedures. Retail employees specifically get an in-person off-site training on how to use uh, the different tools, how to use our POS system, all of the different compliance regulations. We have everything posted. Our managers do five-on-fives and integrate with the teams very wow. frequently. So we take compliance seriously, but we also don't want to sacrifice the customer experience. So we want people to come into our stores and feel great about it, get good advice from our bartenders, and just say that was an awesome experience, especially for those first-time shoppers who maybe are a little bit nervous. We're happy to have them at Native Roots to say, what are you looking for today? You know, whether it's relief of pain or sleep or just a good time. Um, so we have a whole product catalog built in our online learning platform. Mm-hmm. And any bartender can go in at any time and research any product that we carry. Not only it's THC content or CBD content, but what you might you recommend that product for. I think wow, that that's amazing. And I think that total, I haven't heard that. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Speaking of 
candidates and training in 2018 what are really the most popular jobs that you're recruiting for the most in-demand roles that you guys are consistently hiring I mean we're always really hiring in retail and in production we do still experience a lot of turns I think we're not immune to that similar to most retail outfits or restaurant businesses so I would say that that's going to continue to ramp up so so in retail is it primarily bud tenders managers inventory what I would say it's primarily bud tenders. We have a general philosophy of internal promotions, mm-hmm. and 70% of the time we fill our positions with internal candidates. That's amazing, right? I think that sort of ties back into the training program that yes. not every cannabis company or not every company in general um, offers uh, their team. If I'm looking for a job at Native Roots, what what advice can you can you give to me in order to have my best chance to get the job? Sure. So obviously all of our jobs are on our website, so that's where you're going to find any open postings. I would say connect with cannabis companies on social media. Use LinkedIn as a really good resource to call Vanks or get on the Vanksters board. I think that's a great avenue as well. And you know, make sure your resume stands out. What have you done that sets you apart? I would say if you're really engaged, go and get your med badge. It's an occupational license that's required to work in the industry so that there's no delay in hiring. Uh, it has You have to have it to work in the industry and to be on any licensed premise. So if you want to be in a plant-touching business, you have to have that occupational license. And go out and research the regulations and the laws and familiarize yourself with this industry a little bit so that you know what you're getting into. Uh, the one thing I always look for in recruitment for every candidate that I interview is the entrepreneurial spirit. If you can't operate with autonomy and in an ever-changing situation, cannabis may not be the business for you because the regulations change <laughs> Uh, we we pivot all the time, so if you if you're not comfortable with that, it just it might be a challenge for you to be successful in the cannabis space. Yeah, I, I, we always say that every the industry is a startup, and every company within it is a startup. Right. And really, those who are used to having a huge department of hundreds of people to rely on tend to freak out yes. when when moving into the space. Very hands on, very hands on type industry. Um, anything else you want to you want to add in that you'd like our listeners to hear? I think we have a you know listeners that are looking to get in the industry, people that are already in the industry. Sure. Is there anything else you'd like to, to share with our listeners? Well, we always have a lot of open positions. We're almost eternally recruiting, so feel free to check us out and get your resume over to Native Roots. Obviously, you can contact our friends here at Banks for open positions in the industry, um, and hopefully, your favorite recruiting just, firm. Absolutely, <laughs> of course. And, and just get connected with cannabis. Start going to cannabis-related events. Talk to your bud tender about it. I think there's a lot of folks that just found their way into cannabis, and some of it's luck and some of it's good timing. But if you really want to be here, don't give up. Uh, just keep pushing and, and find the opportunity for you. Well, thanks so much, Christine, for being on our first show ever. Thank you. Cut! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Seed to Sound presented by Vangst. We really hope you enjoyed this first episode and we cannot wait to present you with more. To make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Seed to Sound presented by Vangst, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Produced by Hannah Holmgren and Catherine Jamiro. Music by Tyson Weigel. For more information, visit www.blog.vangst.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. 
Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out A Major Journey today on all major podcast platforms.